Welcome, everybody. As I said before, it's such a delight to see you this evening. And tonight, I'd like to begin by sharing with you a poem. And it's a, an evocative poem that I'll be sharing. And the reason is I feel it, it, it presents both a small glimmer into the potential of these hearts of ours for being in the world in a different way. And the deep challenge and complications that surround this glimmer, this glimmer of being in the world in a different way. And many of you might know this poem. It's a, it's a pretty well-known poem and I'm gonna be uh, really taking it in and sharing with you from a Dharma perspective on it. The title of the poem is Bluebird it's by uh, Charles Bukowski. He begins, there's a bluebird in my heart. And this is how he begins. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out but I'm too tough for him. I say, stay in there. I'm not gonna let anybody see you. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I pour whiskey on him and inhale cigarette smoke and the whores and the bartenders and the grocery clerks never know that he's in there. There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too tough for him. I say, stay down. Do you want to mess me up? You want to screw up the works? You want to blow my book sales in Europe? There's a bluebird in my heart that wants to get out, but I'm too clever. I only let them not out at night sometimes when everybody's asleep. I say, I know that you're there, so don't be sad. Then I put him back, but he's singing a little in there. I haven't quite let him die. And we sleep together like that with our secret pact. And it's nice enough to make a man weep. But I don't weep. Do you? There's a bluebird in my heart. Wow, there's a bluebird in my heart. Amazing. I say, stay in there. I'm not gonna let anybody see you. Right, it's that secret pact.
it's so wondrous and moving, so tender and touching. There's, there's actually a bluebird in my heart. The breathtaking beauty of the vivid blue color on a bluebird. Have you ever seen that? But it's so touching. And the bluebird song, that brief, sweet sound. There's a bluebird in there. Have you noticed that? So beautiful. Such a sweet song. And for me, this, this conveys the possible sweet and tender beauty of the heart. The tender beauty of many of the qualities of the heart that, that we're cultivating on this path and practice. The joy and the delight, the tranquility, the kindness. There's, there's actually a bluebird in my heart. Then there's that other part, isn't there? I, I say, stay in there. I'm not going to let anybody see you. It's our secret pact. Have you ever noticed this kind of dynamic or something similar in your internal experience? Have you ever noticed the secret pact you've made in there with yourself? You seen that? I have. The, the clamping down, the shutting off, the checking out, the harshness. Wow, I can be so harsh, this mind. I've seen this during these years of practice. Have you seen that? The, the meanness towards ourselves. And, and then it bleeds over, doesn't it? Have you noticed that towards others? That secret pact, it's like some part of us, some part of you, if you can relate to this, might think it's a good strategy for safety or whatever it else. Yet maybe if you've practiced long enough, you notice it doesn't seem to work out that way, does it? There's, there's actually a bluebird in my heart. It's amazing. Have you noticed the bluebird? It's, it's so beautiful, tender. It, this has been the powerful and transformative thing for me in regard to this path of the Dharma. Such a, a cornerstone here. to discover and to begin to nurture that there's a bluebird in my heart. And to, to practice in a way that allows that bluebird to sing and fly and be free. For me, this, this is the path and practice.
don't you think? Discovering and, and nurturing these bluebirds, whether it's compassion, kindness, mindfulness, a heartfelt generosity, a heart that's patient, joy, wisdom, clarity. And, and it's the ability, at least this is what I've noticed, to be so deeply touched by this bluebird in my heart that it gives me confidence about this path and this practice. There, there's a bluebird in my heart. Have you noticed the bluebird in your heart? But I'm too tough for him. I say, stay in there. I'm not going to let you see, let anybody see you. When I reflect on the early days of my practice, I, I notice I was so locked up inside when I reflect back on that person who began this path of the Dharma. It was like a prison in there. It felt like my heart was so locked up. I didn't even notice it. I thought just that's just the way it was. And maybe some of you here are like me, you know, in my particularities, you know, you, you, you might've received all those, all these messed up messages about how to be a man. You hear them, don't you, in this poem, right? Being too tough to let that bird fly too tough to let it sing. It's like uh, being afraid. As, as the poet says, like, if I let that bluebird fly, if I let it sing, it might mess things up. It might screw up the works. In other words, I'll be seen as weak. Right, this, this poem expressing this very societally gendered internal struggle. And I, I want to expand it, though, because I, I feel like the poem is speaking or, or has the potential to speak to something broader, even, even if you didn't directly experience that particular societal conditioning around a, a narrow sense of what masculinity is. You might have noticed how your system has been locked up or cut off in similar ways. Maybe not the same way, but similar ways. Ways that make you afraid to let that bluebird fly, to let that bluebird sing. Have you noticed that? All kinds of societal conditioning, even sometimes other gendered conditioning, 
even even this one of like putting the needs of other others before oneself in a way of of forgetting about oneself in a in a rather oppressive way it locks the bluebird up doesn't it it locks up that joy the compassion for oneself the kindness and and the thing that I've noticed about the Dharma is, is like for me, just coming back to this path and practice again and again and again, making sure I'm getting on the cushion, meditating regularly in my daily life on silent retreats. The practice again and again of ethics of, of softening the heart with non-harmony, the practice of generosity, of kindness. What I've noticed is it's loosened up all those shackles. But my system and my heart aren't so locked up as before. It's changed. This is, for me, the power of the Dharma. It's like the, the bluebird breaks through all of that. I just finished leading a, a week-long retreat yesterday. So inspiring to witness this happen in practitioners on that retreat. You know, retreat isn't always easy. Sometimes you notice those secret packs or you notice that habitual conditioning. Yet through the repetition of this practice, that's what's happening, especially on retreat, just meditating again and again and again, finding that continuity of practice. There's this process of coming into contact with that bluebird in your heart. And then getting a sense of like, oh, this is how I begin to let that bluebird fly, to let that bluebird sing. So beautiful. This path and practice requires that kind of repetition again and again and again with all these elements that I just mentioned. So, so that I'm, I'm daily nurturing and nourishing these beautiful and tender qualities of heart, these, these bluebirds in my heart, the non-harming, the patience, the generosity, the delight, the joy the equanimity, the mindfulness, and, and the list goes on. And I'm, I'm not saying I'm completely free of such conditioning that I just outlined, but, but I know how this path and practice has been incredibly freeing in this domain as a result of repeatedly coming back to this path and practice. There's a bluebird in my heart. Did you know that? Did you know there's a bluebird in your heart? Wow. 
There's a bluebird in my heart. It's nice enough to make a man weep. There's a bluebird in my heart, and it's so powerful and beautiful, so nice, so touching, that it breaks through that social conditioning. And again, hopefully you remember, I'm, I'm expanding this social conditioning. Not just the oppressive conditioning of many men in this society, which of course that line is pointing to but any kind of social conditioning that oppresses us breaks through, right? It, there's a bluebird in my heart and it's nice enough to make a man weep. Wow, there's, there's that kind of bluebird in my heart that has that kind of power. And that secret pact, have, have you noticed the secret pacts that you have with yourself the way I have? maybe through this practice, what also has been revealed to you is the secret pact you made to keep your heart confined, to keep it shackled. You know, maybe for good reason. Sometimes it can feel like that's the way to find safety. Or maybe because there's some part of you that still thinks it's the best way forward is to berate and chastise yourself or to judge yourself or even hate yourself, or maybe some part of you that, that feels like the, the skillful thing is to rest there in the anxiety or the worry or the fear, or even the to-do list. Have you noticed the secret pact or pecs? And how they not only poison, this is the way, what I've noticed, how I relate to myself, but how I relate to others. Do you hear that in the poem? You can hear that. Now, the secret pact creates this toxic and harmful perception of others. And quite honestly, know many of you know this, it's going to sound strange, but this is the wonderful thing about one of the aspects of meditation, isn't it? That it has this potential of revealing to me these secret packs. Because it's only when they're revealed to me, when I see them clearly, that that's, that's the gateway to freedom. Right, where it's getting revealed to me in a way that's onward leading. I feel like the, the Buddha is pointing to this in, in part to, in the, the Dhammapada, where when he says, you know, mindfulness is the path toward liberation. 
mindlessness, the path of death. You know, those who are mindless are as if dead already. It's like he's saying, you know, when I'm mindless, I'm, I'm just blindly following my secret packs or my unskillful habitual conditioning. And then when mindfulness is there, like uh, steady mindfulness, it reveals these secret packs, this habitual conditioning. And, and that's the beginning of this freedom from this and that happens in this path. And, and when I talk about this mindfulness, it, it doesn't need to be some kind of analysis of these secret packs. It's really simple. Rather, the simple practice of just noticing just witnessing what's arising in the heart and the mind with a sense of stability or arcaneness, just, just to witness, just to be aware. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm meditating. Oh, oh, here it is again, worry. Oh, and again, worry. Here it is. And again, worry. Or it could be something else. Oh, irritation, and then irritation again, and then irritation again. And then you begin to notice, oh, this is a pattern, the repeated pattern of worry, the repeated pattern of anxiety or fear or irritation or anger, whatever it is for you. For me, when I've noticed more of a pattern based on habit, it feels like my mind's just habitually, it just like goes into the default of worry or irritation regardless of the content. You know, I think it's about the content, but what I know it is, is it's just a it's just a pattern, it's just a habitual arising. For example, I wake up in the morning and maybe I'm feeling grumpy. I don't know if you ever have these mornings. And then it, it's like so obvious, like I'm I walk into the kitchen, I'm irritated about how the kitchen kitchen looks. And then I, I hear the sound of refrigerator. Then, then I'm irritated about how the refrigerator sounds. And then the neighbor is irritated, the news irritated the email irritated. And, and really, it's not specifically any of those, right? It's, it's just that the irritation is just looking for something to land onto and complain about. And it can happen with other habitual patterns, I notice. It's like the mind, it's in this pattern of, okay, it's going to worry about this and then that and then that. It can feel like it's this, that, and that. But then I notice, oh, it's just it just has a habit and it just wants to glom onto something. It's like it, it wants to make sure it's seen as valid. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed this. This is the habitual rising. And the practice is so simple, isn't it? Just, just to notice all this unfold with a sense of stability, of okayness, of equanimity. I, this is one of the things we're here to cultivate in meditation, the ability to be aware, the sense of stability, a sense of equipoise, just, just to watch the drama the mind creates. And for me, this has been, again, a, a key component to loosening those shackles, to allow that bluebird to fly, to let that bluebird sing. So important to see those secret packs, how, how they create a tingle in the mind. 
Somebody asked the, the Buddha about this. You know, he says, somebody says, a tangle within. There's a tangle in that heart. There's a tangle without. People are entangled in a tangle. Gotama, which is the Buddha. I ask you this, who can untangle this tangle? Ah, it's a person established in this path and practice. This is one who can untangle this tangle. And to be clear here, meditation is not just about revealing those secret packs. It reveals so much more. It reveals like, wow, there's a bluebird in my heart. It's so touching. It's nice enough to make a man weep. Wow, there's a bluebird in my heart. So wonderful. Oh, the, the joy, the tranquility, the, the tenderness of gratitude and kindness. Just to notice to allow that bluebird to be revealed, to savor and nourish such bluebirds. Can you notice the bluebirds in there? Can, can you allow yourself to be touched by them, deeply touched by them? So, so may we free these bluebirds in our hearts for the sake of all beings everywhere. Thank you. Thank you for your attention. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.